Hello and welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of Movie Reviewers. Today, we're going to be talking about Thor The Dark World. I'm joined by my co-host Isaac. Hello. And Victor. Hello. So stay tuned for an um, awesome episode. Okay, so the plot of Thor The Dark World, it's pretty cool. Uh, It involves them traveling around the Nine Realms in big battle. Battle scenes are pretty cool. Uh, But it mostly revolves around the fact that a long time ago, there were these dark elves. Uh, they're they're kind of like evil elves. I don't I haven't heard of like elves in the whole like Marvel universe, but whatever. I guess they have them. Anyway, so these these evil elves wanted control of this substance called the ether. Michael, can you elaborate on this? The ether is basically a very strong dark power, which is which the dark elves wanted, so they could take all the nine realms and turn them evil. Yeah. So Thor's grandpa had to st- store the ether away into a rock and so the dark elves couldn't get it and he put it into the dark world where the dark elves were but it was far beneath there and they didn't even know it the whole time until Thor's girlfriend Jane Foster accidentally stumbled upon it Yeah. and now the dark elves want to take it out of her. Yeah, th- so they found it and then... It's been brought to the Dark Elves' attention. Wow, they found the ether again. We want it back again. So, you know, it's just a big adventure stopping the Dark Elves from getting the ether. And, you know, it, it was pretty It was pretty good. So that, that's just about it for uh, the plot. I am the glob glob gab galab, The schwabble double wobble gabble As a promotion for this episode, is to see the glob god gab live in concert when guys. April 29th, precisely, and it's on my birthday, so be sure to get tickets so you can come there and say happy birthday oh to me. Oh my god. Yeah, it's Gladgud Gadgalab. Like, who doesn't want to see the Gladgud Gadgalab live in concert? Honestly, just listen to what this fangirl has to say about it. Oh, I want to see Gladgud If I see him, I'm gonna. I don't know. Yeah, she, she's she's lost for words. That's it. Get your tickets now at www.liveinconcertgladgodgadglad. Remember, at the Rogers Center on April 29th. All right, so now we're going to be talking about the battle scenes. Um, you know, just like uh, who, what, where, when, why, and how. Yeah, the battle scenes are really cool. They really stuck out to me, actually. Like the first, the first couple of scenes were just battle scenes, and they they added throughout like the movie. Like when they started thing. the movie. Yeah. When they started the movie, it started so we could know what the dark elves wanted and who they what, were, and who they were, and what Asgard needed to protect. It was the ether. The on at the beginning, it started when they were fighting for the ether. If the dark elves got the ether, they would roam the world and they would turn all the nine realms into darkness. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That's that's what happened in the first one. There's another scene where it introduces kind of a side character that Thor knows in Asgard, not a human, uh, where they're just protecting a village and stuff. Wait, who? Do you remember the second scene when they when they're in the village and then they oh, challenge? Oh yeah, the and then they're yeah, yeah, yeah. die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the battle scenes were were super cool. Um, yeah. So. There were a lot. It was an action movie, and I, I thought it really stuck out to me because they had all the different actors moving like synchronously. They all had like different steps, you know, and the well, CGI incorporated. What else did they do? Yeah, 
and the CGI incorporated in the battle scenes was it was pretty good. Like when Thor came in and used his like you know Mjolnir, his electric hammer, lightning thing, or as Darcy says, Mew Mew. Yeah. Mew Mew too. Yeah. Uh, when he uses it, the CGI was was pretty good in the battle scenes. That's that's what I have to say. But yeah, what do you guys have to say? Like, call the frickin' the, the lightning. And it was like, bzzz, and then he went. He his prime his prime weapon is Mew Mew, so like or Mjolnir, <laughs> so he can harness the power of lightning since he is the god. Yeah, I and mean, if you didn't know who Thor was already, he he's the god, heir, god of lightning. Yeah, the the god of lightning, heir to the throne of Asgard, and his brother Loki. What does he do when it's not cloudy? He makes the clouds. He makes the clouds. He can choose the he can choose when the cloud is. So he's like a lightning god, kind of. Isn't like clouds just like moisture in the air yeah so he's a cool pretty cool character i like him in the marvel movies and to see him in his own movie it was it was pretty cool so that's what we got to say about the battle scenes okay so the next thing we're going to be talking about is did you need to watch thor one because it was michael's turn to pick a movie we all we all pick a movie and then we review it that's how this podcast works uh it was michael's turn and he picked thor the dark world it turns out that thor the dark world was the second movie in uh the series of thor uh, I think there are three in total. Anyways, me and Victor had not seen Thor 1. Um, so it was a bit of a different experience. Uh, but I feel like th- there's a lot to be said about did you have to watch Thor 1 or 2. It's basically like Thor 1. They had clips in Thor 1 and that like basically said like who was the villain's protagonist, antagonists, and all the things that really happened in Thor, like major things that happened were in flashbacks with Thor and the other people in the movie. Yeah, but at the same time, I think you're kind of missing out on the experience that you get with the first movie, with where you're just watching some flashbacks. And at the start of the movie, when you first get introduced to uh, Thor's um, ex-girlfriend, yeah, we had no idea who she yeah, was. Yeah, it yeah. was like, who's this? Why yeah. is she important? I mean, as for characters, they develop after, and uh, like at character-wise and plot-wise, I, I think it would be nice if you watched Thor one. I don't think you have to though. Personally, I'm gonna say I don't think you have to. They but explain it by like mid like, to end. As they for explain overall enjoyment, I would say that. It would be good to watch Thor 1 because, you know, maybe they leave, like, little Easter eggs to Thor 1. Maybe you, you get to know the characters better, so you care about the characters, well, you know? Well, but then again, I mean, we started watching during Thor 2. You're meant to watch the first movie. They assume that you have watched the first movie if you're watching the second one. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that's all to be said about... I say I say that you don't need to. I think I say that you don't need to watch the first one, but Victor has a different opinion. I don't know. If you guys want to try it out and not watch the first one, I think it's fine. Uh, but I think that's all to be said about, do you have to watch the first one first? <laughs> all right, so this final segment is our rating out of 10. Uh, Michael, how about you start us off? What's your rating out of 10? I'm going to rate it a 9 out of 10. All right. Can you give us some reasoning for this high score, but not a 10? I give it a 9 out of 10 because the movie was very exquisite. <laughs> the fighting scenes were very properly deal- dealt with, but it could have used a little bit of work on the te- technical and effects, but it was still a good movie overall. Victor? Yeah, what Victor. You, you know, I'm going to have to give it like a 6.5 or a 6. Your last movie you gave it a 5, and this movie you're giving it a 6? What's wrong with yeah, just I I just don't think it's like I never really got into that kind of genre of fantasy mixed with science science fiction that kind of thing. 
I never really got into it, and I was never really interested. Yeah, you're kind of more of like a Western movie and like army movies. Yeah, right? like more realistic stuff. Yeah. All right, so I can I can see where you're coming from there. I'm gonna probably give it. Guys, do we include 0.5 marks? Are we gonna include 0.5? No, no, no. We're just, just gonna go solid. Solid, numbers. solid, solid numbers. Okay, yeah. solid. Okay. So, so Michael is a nine. Victor is a six. I'm gonna have to give it uh, probably an eight out of ten. I like the movie, but I'm giving it two points off because I just feel like it could have been better. The plot was good, but it just wasn't it wasn't the same. You know, Marvel has clearly produced some really amazing movies. You know, with Endgame being my favorite. Uh, and I feel like they didn't do their best job with this movie. But I still think it was a great movie. So I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. So overall, that is a total of 23 out of 40. 23 out of 40. What did our last movie get? Did our last movie I, get... It's 29, I'm pretty sure. 29. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. But we counted Sam's vote, didn't we? Hell yeah. So if we so, take Sam's... I don't know what Sam put. We'll Sam give it to, 9, right? Yeah, we'll have to go back and, yeah. and take that away. It was probably the 20 then. Yeah, okay, so this movie, 23, was it? 23, yeah. 23 out of 40, okay. So, so far, I think this one is a bit more than Die Hard. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think that's just about to do it for the podcast. You guys have a nice day. Thanks for listening.